0: When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. 1670
1: AM, The Zone.
2: Who needs an alarm clock when you've got the farm babe? Pam Yankee, and the Farm
0: Report. Can you imagine all of a sudden you start getting voice messages? Text messages from complete strangers. People pulling in your yard with a livestock trailer looking for cattle you don't have. It has happened to a Kowaskam area dairy farm. They have become targets of a Facebook scam. We started telling you about this late on Friday afternoon. And this morning, we're giving you more details on how the plot has unfolded. A farm targeted For a Facebook scam and people out money. Details coming up. How are you, everybody? Fabulous Farm baby PM Yankee. Glad you're along with us. Boy, this weather is not giving us much of an advantage this spring, is it? We've got our latest crop progress report, but as you can imagine, not much progress. Today is going to be another chilly Tuesday around Wisconsin. Partly sunny skies, but not very warm. Daytime highs today, at best, 46 degrees. Tonight, down to around 27. Tomorrow, cloudy skies and 45. Thursday, cloudy skies and 48 degrees. We'll be bringing you all the weather details coming up.
3: Your soil is your farm's greatest asset. Every season is an opportunity for both short-term profit and long-term improvement. The Midwestern BioAg way optimizes yields, soil fertility, and sustainability, nurturing your greatest asset. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg, better farming through better soil.
4: We all know many organizations around the country that uh, aren't akin to agricultural production. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and many of those we associate with national initiatives. But Pam, there are some of those pretty close to home in northwestern Wisconsin, at least.
0: Yeah, it's spooky, Bob. If you're a farm kid and you assume that your community supports you and your agriculture Enterprise, that may not be the case. Fabulous, Farm Bay Pam at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, some farms are learning that the hard way. Take, for example, what's been going on in far northwest Wisconsin, Polk, Burnett counties, uh, Ashland and Bayfield before that, where uh, small groups of people are getting together and crafting ordinances that are essentially anti-agriculture. And it doesn't matter scale or shape or size or type. They just don't want agriculture in their community, in their county. I talked about it with Kim Bremer. Now, she's part of Venture Cooperative that does their red-letter best to try to monitor these uh, situations on a county-by-county basis, show up when they can so that agriculture does have a voice. But, boy, one of the first things that Kim Bremer will tell you is, Farmers need to stay engaged in the process. Make no assumptions anymore these days that your neighbors are your friends, that your community welcomes you in agriculture because she says times they have changed.
5: Uh, This has been going on for a couple of years, and it started out as a discussion uh, with some people who were opposed to a hog farm. And actually, we could probably back up and say this this would have started years ago in, in Ashland and Bayfield when they passed. An ordinance in the town of Eureka. Uh, But then moving along to uh, this discussion that started, there's a six town partnership that was formed uh, late last fall. It was towns of Trade Lake in Burnett County and then in Polk County, Lake Town, Sterling, Eureka, Luck, and Bone Lake. And each town committed to putting anywhere from somewhere around $3,000 towards this committee to pay for an attorney that was hired. Uh, the committee had one representative on it that was appointed by each town board Uh, so you're certainly spot on when you say pay attention to what's going on at your local unit of government your town board your county board because there's a lot of discussions going on about agriculture that i think most farmers would be surprised about if they have not recently attended a meeting Uh, because i get to a lot of town and county board meetings all over the state Uh, these kinds of discussions are not just happening in and burnett county Uh, don't think that you're safe anywhere now, there was not a single farmer that sat on the board. Uh, we attended a lot of meetings, uh, watched a lot of presentations, soil maps, well data, uh, alleged generation of pollution by farmers, and really, again, no input. Um, but these, an, an operational ordinance came out of all of this work. Um, it was, they, re, they did receive some help from the Wild Rivers Conservancy and, and their attorney as well. So there have been three operational ordinances that have been passed. Uh, not all six townships passed one, uh, but three have uh, in the last couple of months. And that's where we sit today.
0: Well, and the thing that some people need to understand, there's something called a right to farm legislation in Wisconsin, a law that was passed a long time ago designed to protect those farms that are currently in existence. But to answer some people's question, the right to farm does not protect you from these kinds of newly created ordinances.
5: Uh, that's correct, Pam. They do not. Uh, there, our right-to-farm laws put in place to protect farms that are already here from people who would move in next door and now suddenly don't like uh, something about your farm or or how it smells and nuisance type things, but. This uh, large livestock operational ordinance, it has uh, 11 plans in it that farms, even expanding farms, uh, would have to comply with. Uh, And every township is a little bit different, but I can tell you there's things in there like dictating hours of operation. You know, when we talk about an operational ordinance, it's looking at operational type items on your farm. So hours of operation, limiting you from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, no weekends, no after hours. Uh, which seems absurd when you're in agriculture, but that doesn't matter at the end of the day because there's still a lot of authority that is given to local units of government. And this is why it's so important that we stay involved. Uh, other things involved in this ordinance would be uh, like biosecuri- ex- extra biosecurity measures, uh, making sure that all tires in and out of your driveway get, get disinfected and sanitized. Um, having additional water plans, uh, an odor plan uh, so that there can be no detectable odor that comes off of your operation and then monitoring air quality around your farm, even air that comes out of exhaust fans. So this really is a a very um, overreaching, we would call it overreaching uh, type ordinance as far as how um, they want to regulate things on your farm.
0: Now, once farms are made aware of this uh, in Polk County, in Burnett County, wherever it may be, do they have any reaction? Are they trying to get ahead of this? Because as you point out, Kim, when you read the details, it seems almost insurmountable that any farm could operate under these ordinances.
5: Exactly. It's impossible. Uh, It simply can't be done. It's not how farms work. Uh, Well, a couple of things, good things have come out of this. Um, As frustrating as this process has been and listening to uh, activists show up and how they talk about agriculture, it's tough to sit through those meetings. And boy, do I know. And it's tough for farmers once they get engaged, too. But a couple of really good things have come out of this. Uh, One, the local farmers in that area have now become really engaged, uh, understanding that, hey, this thing has more legs than we thought it ever would. Now we have to get involved. Uh, I know that a number of farms got together and local businesses, they ended up putting up some billboards up in Polk County, some very pro-ag billboards, uh, and then just just watching them get more involved in the process. And, and I think sometimes farmers are, they are almost, it's almost like they're intimidated or they don't really want to speak up. Uh, sometimes they think that when they go to these meetings, the attorneys and other people that show up might know more than they do. It really is not the case. Uh, their voice is invaluable at the local level. Uh, so really, the farmers in Polk and Burnett County have gotten much more engaged than ever before, uh, and they need and they understand how they need to remain diligent. Because in fact, Pam, I just had a call last Friday that there is another township up there considering uh, joining this movement and looking at an operational ordinance that's very similar. So uh, now those people are engaging with farmers in that township and they're actually going to a meeting this week. And normally we don't hear about it this far ahead of time. Usually it's after the fact. So just, uh, just the fact that they're going to some of the initial meetings that they're going to express to their town board, Hey, we don't want any part of this. That is so important because It's a lot of work when you come in on the backside of this. Once all these discussions start happening, once committees get formed, once ordinances get drafted, if you can get ahead of it, it saves so much work.
0: Kim Bremer along with us. Again, like we said, this is uh, happening right now in Polk and Burnett County, but believe you me, folks, it can be happening in your county right now, and if you're not engaged in the conversation or paying attention, it could blindside you. Now, Kim, with that thought in mind, how can people stay up-to-date on this dialogue? Where do you point them to via social media, websites, what have you, if they want to make sure that they're staying engaged?
5: Well, certainly... uh I mean, to follow along what's happening, I think our our media has done a great job of picking up on it. Uh, We hope to keep the stories uh, relevant and, and in the news so farmers can follow along. But the most important thing is to make sure that you or someone from your farm is attending your local meeting, or better yet, run for the board. Obviously, we just wrapped up those elections, but... Um, certainly you have to know and follow the agendas of what's going on at your local meetings, go to your town board meeting, go to your County board meeting, watch the agendas. And you can't even always just watch online because oftentimes a lot of things get brought up that aren't even on the agendas, and you would never know if you weren't there. Uh, So whether it's you or someone from, from your farm, you have to go. This has to be part of doing business because there's just there's too much at stake and there's so many decisions getting made at the local level. And most farmers, uh, I get a lot of calls throughout the week where people will say, hey, I went to my meeting. You wouldn't believe what they're talking about, uh, whether it's a large livestock ordinance or it's bringing implements of husbandry back. Now we're talking about roads. Now we're talking about more regulations on certain implements. Uh, there's now we're talking about water sampling that private groups want to do. You know, these environmental activists do a great job of uh, of helping local people and kind of building this local grassroots movement of environmental anti-egg activism, and. Oftentimes, we don't see it until it's grown into something much bigger. Uh, But that could all be avoided if people were more engaged at the local level. And I know it takes time, but I guarantee you that it is worth your time. It's more important than ever.
0: Make no assumptions, that is for sure. What's happening in Polk and Burnett County right now could be happening right now in your county, too. Stay engaged. Kim Bremer, along with us from Venture Cooperative again. Like we said, keep following us on our website, MidwestFarmReport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, and we'll do our best to keep you posted as those conversations come along. And by all means, if you already know of these kinds of conversations happening within your community, let us know. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This
3: is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Because of you, someone
6: gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the Bright Star in someone's life.
3: Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working
0: one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright
7: Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com.
8: There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Our Equipment, check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at Our Equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their Proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at
9: fabulousfarmbabe.net, on Facebook, and Twitter.
1: Got chronic pain, not having success with steroids, but trying to avoid surgery. Well, thankfully, there's a better way and it's now available here from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. I'm talking about new therapies, advanced all-natural regenerative treatments that not only just give you relief, but also can restore and repair damaged tissue for long-lasting relief. If you got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new biological therapy solutions. Call now for a free consultation QC Kinetics. 608-319-1750. These remarkable new treatments increase mobility, decrease pain, and help restore tissue. They actually encourage your body to heal itself. Call now and learn more about these restorative, regenerative, and revolutionary alternatives. Don't wait. Call today. QC Kinetics. 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750.
3: An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All
0: righty, now let's get going on a crispy start to a Tuesday morning. Time to check in on ag weather. Our man Stumach, ag meteorologist, a little short on sleep, but ready to give us the details. Not good details today either.
2: Well, yeah, we're going to stay on the cool side, Pam. That's an unfortunate side. And there will be a little precipitation chance, especially eastern Wisconsin. It appears there's a little flurry, sprinkle-type activity just south of Beaver Dam and some activity up in the Fox Valley, Oshkosh, and further north up toward the Dora Peninsula. There is still a cool front just trying to pull away from far northeast Wisconsin. Otherwise, high pressure is trying to build in in the West. It's more likely you'll have some sunshine breaking through yet today and the temperatures, although still way cooler than normal, are trying to move up somewhere about 10 or 15 degrees cooler than normal. That's what I expect to see for today. Then we have to look at that next low brewing out to the West. It's going to start to extend a warm front up out of the South and that warm front will lead to another chance of precipitation. Could be developing in western Wisconsin already a little later Wednesday, elsewhere Wednesday night into the day Thursday. Scattered showers, not a great threat, not a major storm. We're not talking inches of rain, but enough to keep it damp, keep us away from seeing things dry out and giving us a little field work progress possibility. I'll have forecast details
8: right after this. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Wisconsinites love local. Uh, We love buying local. We love knowing who we're buying from. uh, And that's what we were able to offer to them. We keep hearing, I've really thought about solar for a long time. I'm finally able to do it because I've got a local person that I can trust. The more you know about solar, the better. But I think the most important thing is knowing who to work with. And that's us. Go to
9: OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy.
2: Wisconsin Farm Bureau helps our organization advocate for agriculture by putting us at the table with the right individuals. I've heard a lot of times that if you're not at the table, you're on the menu when it comes to ag policy. We need people to help us make the right connections, get in front of the right people and policymakers that are affecting decisions that impact agriculture. WFBF.com. You should look them up.
9: A voice for farmers. A vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Are you protecting investments on your farm? BioVet's calf program has been supporting calf health and growth for more than 30 years. BioVet calf supplements provide your newborn calves with energy, hydration, and beneficial microbials to support healthy calves. Healthy calves make productive cows. Call BioVet today and learn how an investment in your calf's health returns an investment in your future and your farm's profits. Call 1 800 BioVet 1. That's 1 800 B I O V E T 1.
0: All righty, Stu, let's have a little bit more detail on that forecast for today.
2: Absolutely, that uh, sprinkle or a snowflake or two could be seen eastern Wisconsin. Maybe still at the Madison area for an hour or so. Otherwise, it's all going to start pushing further north and east. Skies will be clearing at Lacrosse, not even Boston yet this morning. Clearing further east later in the afternoon. A lot of upper 40s to round today with the northwest winds gusting to 20 and 25. Clear early tonight. Some clouds build in first in the west overnight. Upper 20s. North winds 5 to 15. There'll be some sunshine Wednesday, but skies become cloudy from west to east and there could be a sprinkle in far western wisconsin late tomorrow again in the upper 40s with the northeast winds at five mostly cloudy thursday scattered showers a scattered shower in the mix here friday even into saturday pan upper 40s pushing up toward 50 at least to wrap up the week i'd say by the weekend back in the mid and upper 50s so the warm air is trying to come in, but it's going to come along with that scattered shower right through the end of the week.
0: Well, you know, I, I guess we're still at the stage where we can use some moisture, but I think there's a lot of people that are very concerned about these overnight lows for the next few days.
2: Yeah, this the next couple of days where we still drop down in the 20s. Uh, we start looking toward Thursday, Friday, that should be behind us, and it's just slowly going to get better.
0: I heard there's freeze warnings in northern Illinois, northern Iowa.
2: Northern Illinois, northern Iowa again this morning. Absolutely. Just Dubuque in that area and right over toward Rockford and Chicago. Wow.
0: All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks.
2: You bet. Take care.
0: Stumach is our ag meteorologist with those weather details, crisp and chilly as they may be. All right. Uh, coming up, don't forget our friend John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, going to give us all the details we need on the markets. This
3: is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
7: Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got
0: its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks.
6: Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath.
7: Wisconsin Farm Bureau is an exciting organization because it has a plethora of opportunities for young farmers and agriculturists. Specifically, a young farmer and agriculturist program for members ages 18 to 35, where you can learn about leadership development, advocating for agriculture, and network with your peers.
1: WFBF.com
7: You'll learn so much.
1: A
9: voice for farmers. A vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau.
1: What to do with three days off each week? A quick trip up north? Hit the bike trails around the Driftless? Or just lounge around binge-watching your favorite movies? When you work at Cardinal Glass in Mazamani, your career is world-class, so you can live first-class. You work four days a week with three days off. Cardinal Glass in Mazamani is now hiring production associates and maintenance, competitive pay, advancement opportunities, medical, dental, vision, profit-sharing, and more. Apply today at cardinalglassmazo.com.
8: Let's ride bikes.
10: Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes.
8: Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes. Let's
3: ride bikes. If your bicycle is broken and you've got big things to do, just schedule an appointment. Have the bike shop come to you. If you're a bike to worker or a super busy mom, you're just a couple clicks away at the thebikemobile.com. Avoid the hassle of taking your bike to the shop and have the bike shop come to you. Visit thebikemobile.com and let's ride bikes.
6: We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City
8: Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, and like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City
9: Moving!
7: Are you fairly fit, but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? Sculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. Sculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more.
5: Let your natural beauty shine through.
7: View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com.
1: We
3: all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not.
1: Bye, Dad. Bye-bye.
7: Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over.
1: Hey, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again.
3: And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
2: Wouldn't it be nice to celebrate spring behind the wheel of a new car? O'Chunk Gaming Madison wants to make that happen for you with our Bloom and Zoom promotion. On Saturday evening, April 30th, we're giving away $55,000 in cash and prizes. Two winners will be chosen every half hour from 4 until 8.30 with each taking home a $1,000 cash prize. Then at 9, <sighs> one grand prize winner will receive a $35,000 vehicle certificate. Celebrate spring at
5: Chunk Gaming Madison.
1: We are just a couple days away. It's this Thursday. Viva Las Vegas, the NFL draft. You've been uh, going position by position, breaking it down since last week. I think you're saving wide receivers for Thursday Thursday,
8: just because I think all of us Green Bay Packer fans have our fingers crossed that they're finally going to draft a receiver in the first round. One can hope and one can wish. We've been saying that since
1: 2002. But, Rowdy, what do you got today for the end? Yeah, going to look at the
8: defensive line and or edge rushers here today. Now, if you look at defensive tackle D-line, Jordan Davis was the guy that wowed everyone, right? It was the huge guy that's like, what, 6'6", 350-ish pounds, mm-hmm. that was running the crazy 40-time. Huge body, lots of strength. I doubt he'll be available for the, for the Packers. Actually, not the biggest fan of Jordan Davis to be completely honest. He was a guy that he had weight issues in college, and you know in college it's a lot more structured than it is in the NFL. Yeah, there's some talent there, but He's kind of been a, I'll play when I want to guy. I'll keep my weight in check when I want to. That just makes me nervous. I hope he's not even available for the Packers (laughs) to even think about drafting. Don't even think about it. And then Devontae Wyatt's the other one that's probably going to go before the Packers ever have a draft pick. I know a lot of people really like Wyatt, but there has been some stuff surfacing on him with the fact that he's, did you know he's only two years younger than Kenny Clark? Really? Kenny Clark. Well, Kenny Clark was really young coming out. I know he was twenty, but Kenny Clark is a guy that's been in the NFL for some time now. Yeah. He already signed his I mean, big contract. Veteran, yeah, Devontae Wyatt was a guy that played at Georgia and played out his eligibility. He's been there for a while. He's a little older. Yeah, he's pretty good, but he didn't start hitting that that really true uh, prime time Devontae Wyatt until he started getting older, especially for the for the college sure. football. I would steer clear of both of them. Well, the go that I start to get into that I like on the defensive line, Travis Jones out of Connecticut. The guy's huge. He played on a terrible team in Connecticut. He's got length strength and basically was a one man line in college. Extremely raw. But if you're going to take a defensive lineman to help you, give me some guy that's really raw with a lot of ability. That was one of them. He's a, a late first, early second round projection, Another guy that I thought looked pretty solid, especially if, if you're uh, not necessarily wanting to take anyone in that first round, but Federian Mathis out of Alabama. This is a mountain of a man. Ooh, a mountain Huge. man. He is. He is a run plugger. The guy's massive played at Alabama. You know, that's a good defensive line. He's a projected second, third rounder. And then pretty much a spitting image of Mathis. You have Neil Farrell, who's just a mountain of a man coming out Another of LSU. Man? I mean, these are the, the extremely stout nose tackles that breed out of the SEC. And I feel like these type of guys come out almost every year, whether it's from LSU or Alabama. Mountain but yeah, mountain. he's projected in the fourth round. And then this one, I almost guarantee I'm going to butcher his name. But Iuma, Iwarzarike, nailed it. I think that's how you no, say you it, got out it of Iowa State. Totally. That's another guy's versatile. He's played all over on the line, whether it's tackle or end. He He's somebody that he needs to improve his technique, but he's kind of got that raw power and strength. That, that's a guy to take a flyer on maybe in the fifth round. And then the last couple that I liked on the inside defensive line, Jaden Peavy out of Texas A&M. This is like an extremely good, big time traits guy. He's got the strength. He's got the power. He's got the hands, whatever, but it hasn't consistently shown up on tape. And in 2021, they said he gained weight and looked a lot slower. And that's never a good sign. It's kind of the same thing of where I was turned off a little bit on Jordan Davis, because dude, if you can't keep your weight check in college, where you have people bugging you every single day. Imagine being alone on your own time in the NFL, but we got a lot of money. So you can go eat a lot of food. Worth a shot in the sixth round because that's where they're they're currently valuing him, especially for a traits guy. And then the last one, remember the Ohio State defensive lineman that got shot in the face? Yes. Him? Haskell Garrett. I mean, this is Tough. a guy, really good football IQ is what they're saying. Good hands, does have shorter arms and can get pushed around, but just a, a high IQ football player guy that probably sticks i mean it's a sixth, seventh round flyer so it's not like you're giving up a ton
1: well you know he's got some toughness to him rowdy if yeah especially when he face. gets
8: shot through the face yeah
1: just once 50 cent got shot like seven or eight times in the face
8: if you've ever driven a tractor, you're her friend.
2: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yankee.
0: Chilly day again today. Cloudy skies and 46. Tomorrow cloudy skies and 45 degrees. John Heinberg, market advisor. Total farm marketing out of West Bends catching up with us this morning. Markets are looking fairly firm in overnight trade. But uh, it wasn't that case yesterday. What does John see happening as far as newsmakers? He will bring that to us in about 20 minutes. Glad you're along with us. I'm PM Yankee. So today, the 26th day of April. Let's see. On this day, back in 1986, the worst nuclear disaster in history happens. Where was it? Mm Mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Large parts of Europe were contaminated when reactor four at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant exploded. The number of deaths attributed to the disaster, kind of difficult to determine even today. Experts expected tens of thousands of deaths across Europe in the coming decades because of cancer caused by the radioactive fallout, but not much follow-up done. Again, back on this day 1986, Chernobyl explodes. And uh, remember, that's the same ground right now that Russia was trying to uh, control. Happy birthday to actress-comedian Carol Burnett. She's 89 years young today and still out on tour. I believe she's coming to Wisconsin, as a matter of fact. Melania Trump, former first lady, she is 52. And now you know. Changing things up just a little bit on you as we get into the growing season, visiting with our friends from the Steffis Auction Group today. Ashley Heughan along with us, and remember how you find those folks. Very easy. Steffisgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group.com. I'll also remind you about their toll-free number if you want to talk directly to the office. That's 800-726-8609. And Ashley's along with us. I was teasing Ashley that Boy, oh boy, Steffis is definitely making a good footprint in Wisconsin this spring as far as business activities. That Pranchinski sale, boy, what a story to tell there, Ashley, for people that feel like uh, agriculture is still not seeing value, uh, some concerns about well, the ebb and flow in agribusiness. Boy, that Pranchinsky sale that took place in western Wisconsin, multi- multi-phases, uh, which is a key for people to think about. And every phase of that auction brought tremendous response.
10: You know, it really did. And anytime you've got 1,300 acres in, in one area that's coming up for sale, it's going to raise the eyebrows of a lot of different people, investors included. Um, you know, so we we packed a house there. I think there's 150 people or so there, and this one had online bidding also, so lots of activity from uh, online people as well. Uh, you know, you get some feedback after these sales and, and the first guy's going to say, well, wow, that, that was barely reasonable, or maybe it was cheap. And the next guy says, you know, th- that was way too much for that. And all I can tell you is, you know, auctions are true price discovery. And it's, it's part of the last frontier of the American free market that still exists. And, and it's cash today. And, you know, when, People are bidding or deciding how much to bid. You really don't know if it's a deal or not till a year from now, right? You know, because nobody knows where things are going. But you know, we had an excellent sale. Uh, some of the till- the highest tillable ground brought close to nine thousand an acre. Averaged about seven, and we had some hunting land that was uh, no access but good woods. Uh, still brought fifty five hundred an acre. So Jeez. you know, it was a good sale.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, and the other thing about the Steffes Auction Group is they don't make you bite it off all in one day. They focus their expertise on different phases of that farmstead. So the Pranchinsky sale is a perfect example of that, Ashley. That was the land sale. Now the dairy facilities per se, that was another opportunity to reveal what value there was in the marketplace.
10: Yeah, there sure was. So there's. was uh some tilbo acreage, I think, I'm not sure how many tilbo, but there were 90 total acres that went with the facility and a house, uh, and so that ended up at a little over $1.1 million. and of course, that's an opportunity for someone, and so now that that's sold this week when we're selling the cattle, uh, the guy that bought the facility has a chance to uh, keep some of the same cows that are there.
0: Excellent. You know, and the other thing that you have to realize, folks, about today's marketplace, you cannot just rely on your local ag lender to get the right buyers into the right place at the right time. You really need this world marketplace. You need the reach that the Steffis Auction Group and their website can provide you. Uh, you know, you mentioned about the online option for the land sale. Ashley, any wild idea how many people were registered to keep an eye on that?
10: Well, uh, I, I do. I think there was something like 60 registered people. Wow. And a land sale is a little different than equipment. You actually have to get a phone call from us to be registered on land, so um, we know what that number is. Of course, there's a lot more just watching. because right. You don't really have to sign up, and you can just
0: it. Yeah, but that, that that still casts a wider net for a potential, you know, buyer. And let's face it: when these facilities come up, or when this land comes up, you mentioned the phrase "opportunity." I prefer to still look at it as an opportunity. There could have been somebody in southeast Minnesota. There could be somebody in northeast Iowa that's just looking for an opportunity. And by virtue of watching the groupcom website, they found it.
10: Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, somebody that was bidding on the Prontisky land uh, was runner-up on some property uh, just in McLeod County, twenty miles from Litchfield, where we're at. So, <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, the the land buyers are out there. There's plenty of money floating around there. Interest rates are very reasonable yet mm-hmm. at this point. So, uh, it's it's a good time to sell if that's what you're looking to do.
0: Now, when is the cattle sale for the Pranchinskys?
10: That's going to be this week. All right. So again, that, folks... that is an online only sale. Remember okay. that.
0: All right, very good to know. Online only for the cattle coming up. And that Pranchinski parcel, again, this week with our friends from the Steffes Group. That's Ashley Hewen along with us, keeping us up to date on the trends, the prices, and things you need to know if you're thinking about getting into the marketplace. Again, steffesgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Or call 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewen with the Steffes Group.
4: On our Wisconsin Farmers' Union Farmers Minute this morning, Rick Adamski, the Farmers' Union president of Wisconsin, is with us once again. Rick, you've got a family farm over there in Shawano County, but preserving the family farm is a challenge.
10: That's right. We've seen the loss of farm numbers dramatically in my lifetime and uh, it seems to be accelerating. We've seen a loss of numbers. We know that the numbers are decreasing. The only size farms that are increasing are the micro farms for less than $10,000 worth of sales a year, but that's not a farm scale. Uh, Those are enterprises that are supplemental. And then we've got the largest farms, those selling over a million dollars worth of produce products per year, but those are not large numbers. They're um, large acreages. We need to focus on small and mid-sized farms. That's our special order of business that we're trying to concentrate on.
4: And it will be dealt with during Rick's presidency. Rick Adamski, president of the Wisconsin Farmers Union on our Farmers Union Minute.
0: Well, as you might expect, not much progress in our planting progress report this week from the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service. They say as of Sunday, of our spring tillage work was complete. That's almost three weeks behind last year and 11 days behind our five-year average. 8% of the oats are in the ground. That's 18 days behind last year, 12 days behind our five-year average. 13% of the potatoes are planted. Winter wheat condition is rated 68% good to excellent. That's up 7 percentage points in a week. Pasture conditions, 41% good to excellent, up 3 percentage points since last week. Markets and overnight electronic trade are holding firm. Right now, December corn's up a nickel, $7.39, November beans up a nickel at $14.99. July wheats up 23 cents at 1095. Not much change on our dairy product prices yesterday in Chicago. Barrel cheese was unchanged at 237. Forty-pound block cheese unchanged at 239 and a quarter. While double A butter dropped a penny to 265 and three quarters per pound. This morning, May milk is up 13 cents at 24.81 a hundredweight. June milk is up 18 cents at 25 dollars a hundredweight. Just so you know, while we're not getting enough time this morning to talk about a big story that we've got up at midwestfarmreport.com fabulous farm babe on facebook can you imagine all of a sudden out of the clear blue sky you start receiving phone calls and text messages from complete strangers telling you that they're going to come and pick up their cattle and then people start showing up in your barnyard with a trailer looking for cattle that's exactly what's been happening for about a week now at Golden E Dairy in Kiwaskum. Yesterday, I talked with Kim Sari. She's one of the employees that's been trying to handle these phone calls, these strange visitors. They are victims of a Facebook scam. There was a post created with all of their farm information that said they were moving out of state and had two mini Highland cattle. That they wanted to rehome, none of this is true, absolutely incorrect. They're a dairy operation. They don't even have many Highland cattle. But people saw it on Facebook and believed it to be true. Some have been scammed out of hundreds of dollars that they made as a down payment through through a social media payment uh, uh, app, and uh, now they come to find out there's no cattle to be bought. You can listen to Kim Sari explain what it's been like at the farm with this craziness at Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, MidwestFarmReport.com. We'll try to get you the details on that continuing story coming your way tomorrow. All right, coming your way next, our friends from the Total Farm Marketing Group joining us. John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, gonna give us a little direction on the markets for a Tuesday. Stick around.
3: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
6: Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip and password so you can check the status of your tip once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously your confidentiality is important to us any individual who contacts crime stoppers will always remain anonymous call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com madison area crime stoppers your safety is always our priority
9: what have we here crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevick's for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison, and because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry, just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Here, we use a lot of F-words.
3: Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report
0: with Pam Youngke. Frosty is another one of the F-words that we're using. This late in April, we still have uh, temperatures that are going to be below freezing tonight and tomorrow night. Big concern for our orchard industry, for sure. And uh, can make a lot of our Wisconsin farmers feel too good. A lot of the seed Still in the shed in the bag. Let's talk about this with John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joining us live this morning. Boy, not much progress in the planting progress report this week, huh?
11: No, that was kind of expected uh, nationally. We're at 7% planted, which uh, is the lowest since 2013. Typically, we're about 15% planted. In that window, Wisconsin hasn't even got turned a wheel. Minnesota hasn't even turned a wheel, at least as of Sunday. You know, so it's something that's got the market a little bit anxious. Obviously, we need every bushel. We need things to be rolling along smoothly. You look at the weather forecast, you know, even out the extended forecasts in the May. We're looking at cooler than normal temperatures across the northern part of the Greenbelt, as well as, you know, Still staying a little bit on the wetter side. So there's some things that are starting to become an issue there. You know, obviously the market focuses on the I states. You got Iowa at 2%, Illinois at 2%, Indiana at 1%, and that is significantly below that planning window. Uh, again, planning place really starts to, panning pace, excuse me, starts to really kick in when we start getting into May and around that 5th, 10th, 10th, 15th window. You know, that's when we start actually seeing some yield issues that could develop from it. So, but at this time frame, like I said, a market is very anxious about wanting every single bushel we can find, and it's bringing a little bit of price support here this morning.
0: You mentioned this is as slow as we've been since when? 2013. Wow. And, you know, the good thing is, with today's modern equipment, uh, technology, if the weather turns our way, it can improve very quickly, very fast. But there are some states, uh, North Dakota, for example, it's going to take a while for them to dry out
11: very much so yeah you know what that's why planting pace sometimes isn't that big of an issue at least early in the game because we get a good week we can snap in a big percentage in a hurry with the technology we have but yeah looking at those the north dakota situation especially after the snowstorm then picking up some moisture again here you're looking at a very very wet uh, type of soil up in that area that doesn't dry out very well and we're starting to hear a little chatter already about some prevent plant acres things of that nature you know we go look at winter wheat or spring wheat planting pace and that's area that's targeted there, there we're sitting about 14% behind last year, it's supposed to be about a quarter of it done by now. So we're seeing some of the impact in that regard. That's what got the spring wheat market moving a little bit yesterday, as well as again, strong here on the overnight. You know, so that's going to be something to watch. We count on those acres up there in terms of total production. I think we've, it was just a couple years ago that they had a lot of prevent plan in that window. And right now with the way the weather forecasts look, and that could be something that's a developing story. Now, last planning dates aren't until June obviously for them up in that region so we still got a lot of time but again those are soils that just don't seem to dry out and the weather forecast doesn't look very friendly for that to happen in the near term.
0: Pivot for me and take a look farther south where unlike us they are focused in on dry weather conditions.
11: Yeah, we actually got two very much extremes working right now, obviously, between the wetness in the north and the ongoing dryness in the southern plains. And that winter wheat crop rating kind of surprised the market again. Most that it would at least hold steady, and it dropped another 3% to 27% good to excellent. So we're seeing some good strength in wheat prices here. Again, it's going to be one of those things between the spring wheat and the winter wheat. What are we going to have for a crop as the year you know goes on? Biggest problem in the wheat market, though, is just because of strength in the dollar, things of that nature, we're just not picking up the export sales that this market was hoping on and seeing. So right now, it hasn't had that big of a price impact unless we start seeing some real trade start picking up here.
0: What about their planting progress for other crops, corn, soybeans, what have you?
11: So he means obviously we're just getting started about 3% complete versus usually a 7% uh, average here for the five year. So, or 7% last year, five year average is about 5%. So we're just getting started in that regard. You know, again, that winter wheat crop is starting to get into that uh, heading out stage. So that's why that moisture content is going to be so key down there because now we're in that window where they're finishing that crop out. You know, so planting pace is still very early. That's still something we really want to focus on as we get closer to May. but. You know, we sure need things to warm up. These temperatures here in Wisconsin aren't going to get anybody moving anytime soon.
0: Boy, that is for sure. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, along with us. I want to remind you about their website, com, and also that toll-free number if you want to chat with John or any of the staff at Total Farm Marketing, 800 97.79. Any final thoughts that we need to keep in mind this week, John? Uh, any other market movers that we might want to keep an eye on?
11: Really keep an eye on the energy markets, equity markets, a lot of volatility there with what's going to be happening maybe in the money situation. Seeing a heck of a move in the stock market to the downside the last couple of days. Did rebound yesterday. Just makes me nervous when you start seeing things fly around and the volatility pick up in those outside markets and how does that ripple over into the commodity sector.
0: Absolutely. I got gotcha. you. All right, John, we'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Thanks for the update.
11: Sounds good. Have a good week.
0: John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, kind enough to join us every Tuesday to put you ahead of the trade. And again, it's not just about what's happening here in Wisconsin. It's about what's happening all across the upper Midwest and for those regions farther south where they've been screaming about how dry they are. Like you said, two different situations, two different uh challenges facing producers john heimber market advisor total or 800-334-9779 tomorrow we are going to kick off some of our planting progress reports it's a whiffles wednesday tomorrow we're going to be giving you some thoughts on what you need to prepare for if we are going to behind be behind the eight ball with spring planting join us then
3: this is the midwest